now presenting a Woohoo original podcast, brought to you in part by the fact that Chris is not a Nazi sympathizer, and by the fact that I can't believe I had to say that because of this damn episode. This is Podsicle. Talking about me? But we have to explain what this episode is. Oh, what's up, guys? So, welcome back to uh, Podsicle, uh, the only podcast that is being socially distant and staying the fuck inside. I am your host, Dalton, the writer. I am your co-host, Christopher, the destroyer, the writer. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um guys, welcome. It's it's so so exciting. Today we're doing we uh you guys never got to hear um what we originally had planned for this because we had a uh we had an episode that didn't get put out there so we didn't have a uh that we had talked about some stuff, but um we're redoing it and we wanted to uh you know, talk about some different things cuz we found out some fucking crazy shit. Get so that right, brother. So we found out some crazy shit. So um, we're doing a conspiracy theory episode, guys. Yep, we're yep. doing conspiracy theories. Uh, I, myself, Dalton, this guy, is one of the biggest conspiracy theorists. Not really, but no, there is. I, a, there I, is I, a- I love conspiracy theories. I, I love, I love like fucking all. I love that whole culture of shit, and uh, yeah. it makes me even more paranoid. And I kind of hate that we're talking about this. No, no, because there, there was a competition, and they asked, "Who's the uh, what?" Look how like low it is. I know that's what I said. We had the, we had to turn the, down the gain a little bit. So like, I'm gonna turn it, it up real quick. There's like a beat. Yeah, there's a. There, there we go. All right. Um, but good. There was a competition to see who was the biggest conspiracy nut, and Dalton won hands down. Yes, I did. Yes, that? I did. Yeah, I won with the uh, the notion that Stephen King. Is the guy who ran over John Lennon? That is an actual conspiracy theory, uh, because er- people have speculated that for years that Stephen King was the person who, uh, or Stephen King, not ran over. Sorry, I got it all twisted. Stephen King is the person who killed uh, John Lennon, and then at the same time, because Stephen King got ran over, oh. but but people think that Nixon. And uh, Reagan made that happen <laughs> to cover up, you know. No, I, was, uh, dude, I want you to know that. I mean, that's crazy on its own. It, it's fucking no, no. insane. It doesn't make any sense, no, but but in my, my mind, you said said Stephen. I I thought of Hawking. No, Stephen. So I thought Stephen Hawking. I was like, how in the fuck did he do that? <laughs> but but uh, what were you saying? You were thinking about on the way over here. Oh, uh, so uh, I was thinking the way to open this up is like uh, since we're talking about conspiracy theories. 
um, that uh, it's like you ever wonder or do you ever wish that during your lifetime or when you're when you die, do you want to be a part of a conspiracy theory? No. No, I'm too paranoid. Well, I don't know, man. It's so crazy. It It would have to have something to do with an actual, like, entity. Okay, so I'll say yes, but it has to have to do with an entity. And I'll tell you what. It it would have to have something to do with aliens, uh, the Loch Ness Monster, or, like, Mothman or something like that. It would have to be, like, what are they called? Uh, Cryptids? It would have to be, like, a cryptid thing. I mean, are you so? Are you saying the way the question was was weird? Are you saying that you want to actually like do you want your life to be the focus of people? You know, you know, like how John Lennon and stuff and the John F. Kennedy, their lives are filled with uh, conspiracy theories that may not be true. Are you saying that you want your life to be like that, or do you want to actually be a part of something that's true? That I, no, I want to be a part of something that's true. Oh, I was saying like, like I, I was thinking I want no mind. because if you're a part of something that's a conspiracy, and then you die, you know people are going to speculate for years like they always have if uh, if you died because like like because people thought Paul Walker people there was a conspiracy going around when Paul Walker passed away. Uh, because everybody's like, there's no way that fucking tree was stirred. Because it was a tiny ass tree that he ran into. So people speculated. And I'm not... All this is alleged, by the way. I'm going to go ahead and throw out a huge disclaimer. Everything we're throwing out today is obviously a conspiracy theory. It's alleged. So we're not accusing anybody of anything. And it's also not ones... Unless you have some... The ones I'm saying are not ones I came up with. I'm, I'm really just talking generally... You know, like in a general sense, as far as uh, conspiracy theories today, I don't have any like super specific ones. Uh, well, I do have a couple. Um, I just looked up ones that I thought were cool. Yeah. And yeah. Um. So. What well, <laughs> did you say? True. No. So um, it pops sometimes. I don't know why. Yeah. My laptop. Uh. So what was I saying? Oh yeah. So there was this uh, conspiracy theory going around that uh, Paul Walker knew information. Uh about benghazi what's benghazi it was it, it was there was this operation have you ever seen 13 hours with john krasinski no so apparently i don't know the whole story i've never <laughs> i haven't seen the movie and i don't know enough about it to really say anything but basically what i what i understand is that these soldiers were sent to benghazi basically on a suicide mission yeah and uh and uh, they were sent to die to, like, I think they were trying to retrieve something. And um, Hillary Clinton is, is apparently the one who sent them. And people speculate that he knew information about Benghazi and uh, what actually happened to his car. There was a drone attack. You know? Because yeah. this was at the same... When he died, it was at the time that, uh, you know, that we were getting ready to go into the debates for the, you know, 2016 election. and It's just crazy. Um, yeah, there's always gonna be conspiracies about that type of stuff. It's, you know, yeah, like there's a conspiracy, and this is a conspiracy I came up with that uh, Donald Trump, his real name is Donald Funk, mm-hmm. but he changed it to Trump 
to hide the fact that he's funky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> wait, say it. Wait, say it again. I'm sorry. I was trying to pull up something. I said Donald Trump. Yeah. His original name was Donald Funk. Oh yeah. But he changed it to Trump. That was so funny. To, to hide I'm the so fact, glad I had to you hide repeat the that again. That we, he was funky. Funky. Go ahead and read me a conspiracy theory, Chris. Let's get into it. Let's dive into it. So uh, I hope this is as interesting as we made it out to be yeah. in, in the episode that never made it. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I feel like that was a good episode too. Mm-hmm. So um, oh, by the way, there will another disclaimer. Uh, a lot of people with a lot of things going on right now, and a lot of and part of the reason, and I, I've said this in a previous episode. Part of the reason we didn't upload that episode is because, or uh, a different episode is because, uh, you know. We talked about the coronavirus, and we were late uploading it, and that was when it first started coming out. So I want to have a huge disclaimer. None of these conspiracy theories are going to have anything to do with coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah, we're not talking about it. We're not, because it's a very serious thing. We're not, we don't think there's any, like, we're not even going to speculate that there's anything behind it. You know, there might be, but that's, it's still a serious illness, and it's not, there's, we don't want to make light of it, you know. We just want you guys to, you know, again practice social distancing, uh, stay home. Uh, especially us, we're in North Carolina, and we are we have been officially put on a stay at home order. Uh, so we, you know, no, no, uh, we like we we've been doing that before the stay at home, just being. Quarantined. I have. Well, I have to work. Yeah, Chris I, works. I work in the central business apparently. Um, but I've been quarantined because. My job is not essential, apparently. That's stupid. But uh, I hate it. I miss it. it but um, yeah, uh, we went. We went out once to get like food, get something to eat. Yeah, and like it was literally more packed than it was the day. Yeah, before. after this whole this whole stay at home, guys. This stay at home order is not gonna fucking work if you guys don't stay at home. I swear. And I know that sounds like hypocritical. And I know everybody's going to be like, well, you can't be a hypocrite. You can't be a hypocrite if you're going out and you're seeing all this. I am literally only out if I need something essential, which is what the order says. I mean, go, hold on. Go out and get something essential. Or I'm taking Chris to work or, you know, picking him up. But I still see shit. I still see people. And I, I, I live in an apartment complex. I see... There are so many cars here at night when everybody's here asleep. And the fact that n- barely any other cars are here during the day is, you know. And people work, you know. I- I'm not accusing people that have essential business. Ooh. Anyway, Another just, g- guys, we're going to talk about conspiracy theories and going to go ahead uh, and go into uh, it. Uh, they, no, the thing that makes me mad is that I'm, I'm assuming all these people, they're not out to hang out. There's no, there's nowhere to hang out. Everywhere is closed except for essential businesses. But it's the fact that so many people are out that need that they're probably getting their essential goods, but now is the absolute worst time yeah. to go out and get your essential goods. And maybe, you know, paychecks, they came out of bad. I don't know. I really don't know. Those people I understand, but the people who just literally just waited until the last minute, you gotta get better at that. What is that? advertisement oh don't worry about it <laughs> okay no, there's something it's not an advertisement it's my conspiracy theory okay it's not my again we have to I have to say again these are not ones we well for me 
and probably some for you. I don't know. I might. I might throw it. We have no. The one we have about two hours. We'll specify if we found them online, but we did not come up with these. We just found them, and we don't know who the creator is. Ninety nine percent of the time, you don't know who made them mm-hmm. because they just come up. Especially now online, you don't know who made a conspiracy theory. But yeah, Donald Trump leads an Illuminati full of lizard people. Yeah. Illuminati full. Donald Trump is a lizard person. And I'm going to be honest, if he is, that just means John Travolta is. Why? He looks like a lizard. Yeah, people were always saying, like, oh, this this, this president's a lizard. This president's a lizard. You know, like... Also, that... <laughs> lizards aren't... I've always thought that, that he looked like a lizard, but that's also not my joke. Who, Donald Trump that's, or John Travolta? No, John Travolta. Uh, but that's not my joke. Uh, uh, shout out Jacob Humphrey sucks on TikTok. Uh, but go ahead. Uh, right here. So here's my first one. This was on Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, oh God. But I did look on other websites like Rolling no, Stone. Wikipedia, had no, Wikipedia. No, for this for this alone, Wikipedia is the best thing to go to. Yeah, but I also went on Rolling Stone that had an article about it. Okay. So it's called uh, Paul is dead. And Donald, Paul who, McCartney? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Who do you think that Paul is? Okay. Paul McCartney. So, uh, I'm going to read from the Wikipedia article. Paul is Dead is an urban legend and conspiracy theory alleging that Paul McCartney of the Beatles mm-hmm. died on uh, November 9th, 1966. It was secre- secretly replaced by a lookalike. The okay. rumor began circulating around 1967 and grew in popularity after being reported on American college campuses in late 1969. Wait. So... So they think... They are saying that on November 9th, 1966, Paul McCartney died. I think it was... They thought What he, was he, significant about that date, though? What's significant uh, about uh, it? Here, no, let me look into it. Uh, so um, they're saying that he died on 1966, November 9th. Hold it on, was wait, hold on. I mean, I'm going to type Paul McCartney, uh, November 9th. Yeah, because... Yeah, um, what was the year? 1966. 1966. Is that when John Lennon passed? No. No, it couldn't have been. But uh, they, they think he uh, died in a traffic accident while driving along the M1 motorway on the J- January 7th. Um, the, the rumor has been rebutted a lot. Um, but, uh, oh, I'm trying, dude. Okay. So right here on, uh, not to interrupt you, I'm sorry, uh, on live science uh, or live science.com, uh, an article about, or by Massimo Palidoro, Palidoro, sorry, uh, if I butchered that, but they said that, um, the rumor began on, or no, it all began on October 12th, 1969, when Russ Gibb, a DJ for Detroit's underground station WKNR-FM, received a phone call by a man named Tom who claimed that some Beatles records contained hidden clues suggesting that oh, Paul... No, I'm going to get into that. Okay. So, uh, they're saying that he died in the car crash on that date, and uh, the surviving Beatles, to spare the public from grief... Uh, did a secret McCartney lookalike contest, uh, and people. I don't know if this. They say that I guess they refer to the person that they think replaced Paul McCartney as William Campbell or Billy Shears. Okay. Um, 
I think it's from the it's something about the Sergeant Pepper's like song in that whole album. Mm-hmm. There's like quote unquote hints that say that they're saying that Paul McCartney died. Um and they're saying that afterwards when they allegedly did this that they were racked by guilt and left messages in their music to communicate the truth to their fans because they feel people think that they wouldn't have been able to because of Wait, so, so, okay, run that back real quick. So, I'm saying, so what was the first, so like, they knew he was, so they, who killed him? They're saying he died, they're just saying he died, people think Paul McCartney died in a car accident on the M1 motorway. Okay. Then, sorry, I, I, this is too much to process, I know I just like, uh, fucking brain farted. To spare the public from grief. Okay. The rest of the Beatles members, and I'm assuming management, did a Beatles lookalike contest in secret. And the person I'm assuming that they're considering to be the lookalike is either William Campbell or Billy Shears, which I think, like, I clicked on in the Wikipedia article, it sends me, when I clicked on Billy Shears, it sends me to the Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band song. Um, and I'm not, I'm, I'm trying to say, I don't know if he's like referenced in the song yeah, or what. I'm sorry. I didn't do too much research on this one, but, um, I just thought it was really interesting. Yeah. We're doing, no, we're doing some fucking, we're going to try and do like, like the one he just did is we're trying to do some ones that maybe people have just never heard of. Like, we're not going to go into like, Oh, Eventually, we this is gonna be an ongoing series, I hope, and eventually we'll do a whole episode about like aliens, a whole episode about Loch Ness monster, shit like that. But no, and also I thought I think one of the cool parts is learning information live while we're recording. Oh, absolutely, because we've done we've done the research and we've 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 found some crazy shit, but we're also like it's it's really cool to kind of like do like he said, do the research in front of you guys, and maybe you guys want to look into it at the same time too. But keep going. And uh, they're saying, um, so they had the lookalike contest. Mm-hmm. The person pretended to be uh, Paul McCartney, and then the rest of the band was so wrapped by guilt for doing that that they left hints in their songs to try to tell fans the truth. Yeah. And one example that they give is in the song Glass Onion, John Lennon sings, Here's another clue for you all. The walrus was Paul. What? In the cover photo of their just-released album, Abbey Road, in which McCartney... No, in the Abbey Road album cover, it shows Paul McCartney barefoot and walking out of step with his bandmates. Mm -hmm. People think that's a hint. What? Um, but, uh, rumors declined after an interview with McCartney who had been secluded with his family in Scotland, uh, during November, 1969. But, uh, yeah, it was pretty popular during the time. It's considered one of the most enduring conspiracy theories, according to time magazine. Wow. Um, but yeah, that's pretty creepy. That is creepy. So to all to think that like, Right now, like the person that was in four or five seconds with Kanye West and Rihanna is probably not the same Paul McCartney, which I, I, 
it holds some levity and I, and I'll, I'll explain the, the amount of levity it holds is only based on the fact that they were so incredibly popular. Mm-hmm. And the fact that like a nation who is like, they took over the world and not just because they were, you know, they were a good band or they made good songs. And it wasn't even just like the whole like British thing that um, everybody like attributes it to. It's the fact that people love them on a level that, no other band has been loved by since. Like, like, the, like you could say like One Direction, people love them. You could say stuff like NSYNC and stuff like that. No, nobody, no band, and I'm not. Even, I don't even mean to bring up boy bands, but like, no band, no artist, no anything can hold a candle to the amount of whether you like them or not or not. N- nobody can hold a candle to, you know, the pop culture iconism. If that is a word which i doubt um that the beatles had you know yeah uh, and also because they were so popular they, apparently they used to do paul mccartney i don't know if all the Beatles did but paul mccartney said he would do an interview a week with the press when they were starting out but then later on i guess he felt he had enough yeah with it and said um that he just didn't you know that's why he went to live on like a farm and he lived in seclusion because he just had enough but he said he understood why this rumor came out but he called it quote a load of rubbish oh no that was the beatles press office yeah said that so i mean the fact that i've never heard of this is like it just shows you that like he hasn't stepped out about it he, he, no, ha- he has has he he did an interview with cbs I think, hold on, uh, he said, uh, uh, perhaps the rumor started because I haven't, haven't been much in the press lately. I have done enough press for a lifetime, and I don't have anything to say these days. I am happy to be with my family, and I will work when I work. Mm-hmm. I was switched on for 10 years, and I never switched off. Now I am switching off whenever I can. I would rather be a little less famous these days. So that's him saying why he was so secluded during, like, that time mm-hmm. i mean that doesn't really sweat you know i mean you could say oh that's the the doppelganger but still it's it's probably not true yeah so so is that the whole yeah because uh i mean like we'll say do you think it's true i don't know i think to like reiterate my point like i, I it holds some value because especially at a very like vulnerable time, you know, in the world. Like if he, the Beatles brought together people in a way that, you know, not, not very many artists had yet. And, uh, like it, it's insane to think that, uh, to think that that is, that might have happened. But I mean, I, I could see it, you know, especially, dude, 1966 was a crazy fucking time. Yeah, but I don't think so. I mean, there like was so much happen. shit. There was so much, like, there was so many alien, like, there was so much alien speculation, you know, you know, that was the height of, like, the hippie movement. Like, is hippie, well, what? is hippie, a, what is it that's a, hippie, hippie's not a. Hippie's in the 70s. No, hippie's not a vulgar. 
I, mean, I don't fucking know. I, I'm trying I mean, to. You're not meaning it. In the no, I'm, I don't mean it. But I, there's, there's that's what just I? like saying like a uh, midget. Like, before, midget. No, you know, no. See, that's <laughs> no, we no, both that's said the it. thing because people had used to have no problem saying midget until people. Well, stop saying it. No, I'm just saying like. As long as you're not using the word, except for other, you know, obvious. No, I. Well, no, 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 no. Except for obvious. Ex- no, I'm trying to say the word that you're trying to say, which is as long as you're not saying it with malintent is what you're trying to say. But I still think it shouldn't but, be no, said. No, but except for other exemptions because of the history. Oh, yeah, obviously. Yeah. No, we're not I'm, trying to hold on. We're not trying to justify people saying like the N word or anything. No, no, Let's no, go no, ahead no, and no, throw that out there. I'm, I'm just saying we're like, not even justifying people saying the M word. Like say say little people. I'm just saying because let's you, move on from this because you just don't know. Let's, yeah, let's move on. So I'm gonna go. We're gonna talk about another Beatles legend. Uh, yeah, bro. Yeah. So John Lennon. I I referenced it earlier today. Or earlier in this uh, episode, but there is a conspiracy theory. There's a legitimate conspiracy theory that um, when because John Lennon died, he was he was shot on December eighth, nineteen eighty, and he um, people say you know in, in the news it was reported that he was you know murdered by Mark David Chapman. Yeah. Uh, but there are. Some conspiracy theories that Stephen King. There's actually a book as well. Let me uh, let me find it. There is a book on this called Stephen King Shot John Lennon by Steve Lightfoot, and it's like a whole conspiracy theory on the whole thing. And maybe we'll dive into it more. This is kind of just a like like we said. This is kind of like a breaking point into this something that we want to talk about. Um, but I'm gonna go to conspiracytheories.in. So, John Lennon's murder in 1980 attracted a lot of attention and has a lot of crazy conspiracy theories behind the actual reason for his death. Myself, Dalton, as well as others, believe that his assassination was a political one. John Lennon had been known for his political views. In his own words, he claimed he was not he he was not political. His record his record give peace a chance was widely recognized as an anti-war anthem and has been said to have radical leftist politics considering Beatles star Lennon's huge influence. It is claimed by many that he was put to death by us intelligence agency, um, to halt his leftist activism. Since the intelligence agency has been accused of conducting various such activities. Sorry, I don't mean to quiver. The real shocker comes when one of the popular conspiracy theories claims that it was actually Stephen King who pulled the trigger. Stephen King, a popular horror novelist, is said to have killed John Lennon while Richard Nixon and Ronald Reagan facilitated the entire affair. The most blatant accusation comes from a man called Steve Lightfoot from California, who's the book that I uh, just referenced, who has pretty much dedicated a lot of time trying to figure this out. Lightfoot seems very much into this theory since a lot of people know him as the man with a white van full of articles uh, pasted to its window and the allegations that Stephen King killed John Lennon in huge letters. And Wait, also... What? Huh? He had a white man. Mm-hmm. And he had pasted on it. So people assume that he knows what he's talking about. No, that if anything, I'm surprised he didn't get, like, fucking arrested for that shit. Because that's, like... Um, what is that called? Uh, when, slander. Yeah, that's slander. Because if he doesn't... I mean, I haven't read the book, but, I mean... He, he doesn't have like substantial I kind of want to buy evi- the book. Now. Yeah, I want to read it. But he, I don't think he has substantial evidence. No. 
Um, but, uh, and also as a man with a crazy website about the truth of Lenin's murder. According to him, there is ample evidence in the back issue of the Times, Newsweek, U.S. News, and World Report in the form of government codes, along with the killer's identity that was printed before, during, and after the night of December 8th, 1980, the night John Lennon was murdered. Uh, was Chapman a hired actor? Apart from the bizarre case of alleged government codes, another claim comes from Lightfoot saying that the accused David Chapman was actually just a paid actor, a stand-in for uh, Stephen King to take the blame. According to the police and media reports, David Chapman took the autograph of John Lennon a few hours before he was murdered by him and photographed his proof that shows John Lennon signing his record while... This is so worded weird. Or this is worded... Wait, signed his record? Uh, according to the police and media reports, David Chapman took the autograph of John Lennon a few hours before he was murdered by him. So David Chapman got an autograph from John Lennon and a photograph is proof that shows <laughs> like, I don't, I don't like the wording of this article. That's so weird. Uh, John Lennon signing his record while David Chapman is standing next to him. According to Steve Lightfoot, it's actually Stephen King in the photograph. It's quite hard to miss the similarity between the faces of David Chapman and Stephen King. King allegedly shot Lennon four times in the back before fleeing the scene while David Chapman waited for the police to arrive as he was reading a copy of Catcher in the Rye. You know, and that's that's now, that's a big... Uh, okay, so now... Wait, so they're saying that S- Stephen King is in that photo next to him signing an autograph. Yeah. Where was... What's his name? I don't... Well, why would Stephen King... Ha- I mean, if anything, wouldn't you want Stephen King... If well, what they're, true, saying, what they're saying is that Stephen King was the one that got the autograph, not Chapman. Why? Why did he need the autograph? I think he was... I think King was a fan. I think what they're trying to... Or hold on. I don't think. What, what this person... What Lightfoot is trying to come across... Or bring across is that um, Stephen King was a fan... And wanted an autograph, but he was hired to kill, you know, kill Stephen and King I'll tell was you, hired? Stephen King was hired by Ronald Reagan and Richard Nixon. No. I'll show you exactly why people think that. I don't see it, but the reason people believe it slightly is because they look very similar. <sighs> Which one do you think is Stephen King? The one on the left. Yeah. No, they don't look that they don't look. They don't look too similar. They don't look similar at all to me. Like. The, the only similarity I mean, they is look, the hair and glasses. The hair and glasses look alike. But they have a completely different shaped face. Yeah, the, the shape of the face is very yeah, different. And also, uh, it, it, the, why would... It, I mean, I, I could believe it, that... Like all these conspiracy theories, they say, uh, this person of power hired... Just hitman or just someone to kill, you know, this other figure. It, like, if they said, like, just some person, they hired some person to do it, then I, I mean, you know, I don't know, maybe that could be true, but it's the fact that they hired Stephen King. Yeah. Who's kind of a dork. <laughs> why, why would you hire, uh, like, Okay, the way I'm thinking, the way I'm I'm picturing it is they wanted because when did okay when was Stephen King's first book published? Let's let's look that up first. Like, like was this before he took off? 
I it would be around the time that he started publishing. Which, that makes even less sense because like, it's not like he was he like a war veteran or some shit. I don't. Well, what I'm thinking is they wanted to hire somebody who was beloved and who the public would least expect. His, no, fir- his okay. So see, the thing is though. Oh wow! That's why I don't. So this that took at all. place. This took place before. He was famous. Wait, no. Wait, I'm thinking of the... What, what day was... He, he was, No, he was murdered in 1980. Who? John Lennon. John Lennon. So, King was already popular because he... His first book that he ever published was Carrie, and it was published in 1973. Okay. No, but... Uh, but that makes even less... Because, like... It would make a little more sense if it this was before... Uh, Stephen King was popular. So why would you hire someone who's well known to kill someone who's also well known? It, it just it just baffled why John. I mean, why Stephen King of all people? Why you couldn't get like? I mean, Stephen King is a person who writes about murdering people. That, but that means absolutely nothing. Right. I know. I that that's why this is one conspiracy theory. The only reason I, I this isn't even what I wanted to talk about first. I just did it because you just did Paul McCartney. But yeah. like this is one that I don't think holds any kind of. Me either. Uh, it's 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 very far fetched. It's interesting. It's, really? it's super interesting because they do look they do look kind of similar. They don't, to me but at not all. enough to be like, oh, that's Stephen King. Stephen King has very obvious. I, I don't know. Does that that sounds stupid? He has what, a big what, head. He has very obvious features. He has a big, you know, he has a big head, bushy eyebrows, you know. Yeah, uh, but, but like, like it, it would make more sense if maybe Stephen King and John Lennon were friends mm-hmm. or something. Then that'd make more sense. But it's the fact that you have these two people, these two prominent figures who have nothing to do with each other. I mean, uh, were they friends? Maybe. If 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 they're not, then they're just going on the. I don't the, know. If they they're were just friends. going on the the fact that they look kind of similar. Kind of similar, and they, to me, they don't. Yeah. But well, the thing that gets me, and I, I kind of do want to look into it a little more, is that what it wasn't just the fact that the what Lightfoot was saying was not just the fact that uh, they look similar, but it was also that the name of there was codes in. Uh, the editions of, you know, the Time, Wall Street Journal, U.S. Weekly, and, like, there was actual codes on the back of these uh, magazines and newspapers that, like, actually, you know, depicted who killed Lenin, why Lenin was killed. If you want my honest opinion, I think Lightfoot might have a touch of, uh, I don't... Touch of what? I don't want to diagnose... See, I try to be politically correct, guys, because... I, I I'm a very I'm very much a liberal person that you know loves everybody and I never want to piss anybody off so I don't mean to diagnose people but he may have a touch of the schizophrenia. No, he probably does. I think he has a touch of the schizophrenia. Also, if I'm like, being honest. There's nothing you know derogatory about that. It's just well, you you should you should never no we'll, we won't go into that but like you should never diagnose somebody without knowing no, i mean but um it's, like, it's, it's very it's the way he acted was weird yeah the way he acted kind of you know so was that true he read he was re- he was just waiting for the police reading catcher in the rye yeah because no, no, now no, no. that's that's the suspicion no 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 you're thinking of uh no 
No, the the actor Chapman was waiting reading Catcher in the Rye. That's a famous thing. Everybody's like, yeah, Catcher in the Rye is the book that you know Chapman, David Chapman was reading. Uh, I'm talking about Lightfoot. Okay, so I'm confused. Lightfoot was the one I'm calling schizophrenic because he's the one with the Stephen King. Oh, Stephen King killed John Lennon. Yeah, the guy that wrote the book. Stephen King killed John Lennon on the side of a white van. I thought you were talking about. The other guy. No. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I he wonder, could be. I personally wonder if Stephen King has ever spoken about this. That he either... Because I didn't find a thing about it. They, there's two approaches, because he has, like, management, obviously. But they'd either just ignore it, or he... They'd, like... They would. The management would say. Because that's what happened with... Um, Paul McCartney. Until he did an interview on CBS or some shit, saying no. Mm-hmm. What's your next one, big guy? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, no. What was it? Before I get into it, well, that's the suspicious part. Mm-hmm. So the killer, because I don't remember his name, mm-hmm. the alleged killer was reading Catcher in the Rye, waiting for the police. Yeah, that that that's means, crazy. That, right? that means that he, because he either thought he couldn't get away, or no. someone, or he was supposed to take the blame for it. That's, I don't think that's it was where Stephen people King. no that's where people get like so okay so here's here's where um here's where two conspiracy theories dip because the Stephen King thing like we we planned out this whole episode to do conspiracy theories I could have honestly just talked about the John Lennon conspiracy theory yeah. which the the main conspiracy is that it's political and it was an, it was an attack planned by Richard Nixon and Ronald Reagan. Um, yeah. That's always been the main conspiracy theory. But then I found this fucking golden nugget of Stephen King. This fucking golden nugget conspiracy that you know Stephen King. Yeah. It's insane. No, because if you take, but, but because like he was a very like you know, I, he, people called him like a radical leftist. He really wasn't, and. They, they take like people are like the, the the thing is going back to what you were saying is that if he wasn't I know my thoughts are all over the place but if he wasn't uh if he wasn't put up to it if Chapman wasn't put up to it then why the fuck was he staying there he was either he either wanted to go to prison yeah, and be put to death or whatever I don't know what ended up happening with it. a lot of people that go. Being put to death is not always, you know, but he either wanted to go to prison or he was put up to it. Yeah, no, that's the thing. Cause I do, I do think he could have been, he could have got the away. scapegoat. He could have been the scapegoat. I just don't Skate think scoot. it was for Stephen King. No, I don't think it was Stephen King. I think that's super far fetched. Yeah. This is one of those conspiracy theories where I'm like, that's, but that's really, insane. I mean, it's interesting, but it's stupid because there's no connection. Yeah, there's literally no connection between Stephen King or um, Paul uh, John Lennon. There's no connection between Stephen King and the killer. There's no connection anywhere. Mm-hmm. That's the problem I have. Yeah. All right. So uh, for my next one, do you want me to do a fan theory of a? Because I told Dawn I have two fan theories, and those are essentially conspiracy theories of media. Right, you know, usually shows and stuff. Do you want me to do a fan theory or a um 
conspiracy theory that's similar to the the uh, Paul McCartney one, but with a twist. Do the celebrity one. The celebrity. I, I kind of want to hear that one first. Oh, my nose itches. Stupid pollen. Am I right? That was real funny. All right, huh? um, okay, so this one. Have you heard of Avril Lavigne? I have. Yeah. So, um, essentially, it's the same as Paul McCartney. They think... I'm reading this off a website called BreezeJimu.org. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Um, so, they're saying that... Um, essentially, the same thing. That she uh, died... And that she was replaced with a lookalike named Melissa. Um, they say that the supporters of the theory offer photo evidence and analysis of her music to claim the differences between the new and old Avril Lavigne. Okay. Um, and this is because isn't she a Christian singer now? No, <laughs> no, no, no. She went. I think she went from you know the no. I heard the, she did the Christian punk, music. the punk skater boy, mihoi mihoi. you know that whole thing where she's like a rebel she's like one of the few female faces of like punk and pop punk yeah i I know who avril no i know (laughs) know, i'm just going through and then she went into that um pop just straight up pop yeah she had that kitty song the Mm -hmm. hello kitty it had like a japanese but two years ago she did two years ago she dropped a christian song let me look it up but what, what where did she go from the hello kitty aesthetic I think I thought she went. Well, I mean, I'm not. I I, I don't keep up with her, but she. I th- <laughs> I thought she went to like a more like kind of what Selena Gomez did, but worse, where it's right. like more serious and somber. Mm-hmm. But I mean, her, Selena Gomez is. Well, I mean, you no, could I'm say like, that. You could say you could say she did. I mean, right. it's still true, but it's with like Christian undertones. You know, so Selena Gomez. It, she went from poppy to kind of sexual you know, pop. And then she just went to That's like weird. confident. I don't, I don't pop. like how you said that. No, because her a lot of her songs in like twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen were about sex. Are we thinking of the same Avril Lavigne? No, no, Selena Gomez. I was oh, Selena Gomez. Oh, well, you didn't make that clear. Well, yeah, you're well, right. I'm sorry, Don. No, yeah, you're right. Okay, but um, she was yeah, she was very poppy, and then she got kind of she voiced she got kind of like sexually confident. And then she yeah. went to just like plain old like like now she's like one of the biggest artists of all time, and she she pushes like you know yeah. positivity and like her music now is just yeah. amazing. Except for she had that one, she, for some reason during that rise up where Selena was becoming like that, having that sensual tone in her music, she mm-hmm. had that that one really weird poppy song that was just like it came from 2010, but it was like 2015 or something. I don't remember what it was called. Yeah, yeah, but uh, Avril Lavigne voiced Heather, the Virginia possum, in the animated film Over the Hedge. What? I knew that. Yeah, I didn't know that. It was the the little punk rock uh, possum. Yeah, really. Isn't that? Um, a- yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, but um, her latest album, she has Lyme disease. Yeah, I knew that. So it's just a uh, it's not. No, it's not. No, she can't. I swear. Christian. Is that, dude, am I going? That's a fucking conspiracy theory in and of itself. Am I, did I just do like a, uh, because Mandela thing? A Mandela effect? No, because, uh, this album features Nicki Minaj, so. 
She released no a Christmas. A Christmas. Uh, she released a Christmas. A cri- God, son of a bitch. No. <laughs> what am I trying to say? I feel like Christian? I'm having a stroke. A Christian. <laughs> a Christian song. <laughs> I'm okay. fucking okay, so crying. I, I think. <laughs> head, head above, I don't feel good. <laughs> head Above Water was released in 2019. That's what it is. That's what it is. Head ab- No, Head Above Water 2019 was a song with Nicki Minaj. And it was about. Says the main focus of the album was about her battle with Lyme disease. That's Christian. And then Avril, she released Avril Lavigne, self-titled in 2013, and it's no, I don't, because it was a uh, it features Marilyn Manson, so you know it's not Christian. Then she had Goodbye Lullaby. Doesn't really look Christian either. Mm-hmm. So I just think you're lying. Okay. I'm sorry. You know, so is that the whole conspiracy? There? No, yeah, I didn't get oh, go to ahead. the twist. Okay, Dawn. Okay, right. so they're saying that Avril Lavigne died, replaced okay. with a girl named Melissa. Okay. okay, I have heard that before. Yeah, but um, so here's where it allegedly came from. It came the theory originated from an online Brazilian blog called Avril Lavigne. I'm not, I'm not gonna speak. You know. It's in a different language, uh, and it occurred in 2005. Uh, the blog post, which is entirely in Portuguese, details the conspiracy and its evidence. It points to differences in Avril's skin, nose, and even videos of her music and lyrics to prove stylistic changes. When the conspiracy gained speed on Twitter, and by the way, Twitter 2005? Mm-hmm. There was Twitter in 2005. Yeah. Insane. Twitter can <laughs> When the conspiracy gained <laughs> space, this will blow your mind. Facebook came out in 2003. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> no, well, and YouTube came out in 2005. No, YouTube got 2004. <laughs> I think. I don't know. But um, when the conspiracy, how, how did Twitter even look? Gross. Did it look like a- I can find old pictures of tweets to show you yeah. what it looked like. When the conspiracy gained speed on Twitter and other oh, websites hold on, in America. Hold on. You want to talk about gross? apps do you remember in 2010 when instagram came out no what it looked like it looked gross oh i'm gonna look no go ahead and finish this we can look that up after the it's too late i'm down (laughs) i'm down a rabbit hole well i have a sticker on my uh movie shelf over there uh in in my bedroom of the old no of the old instagram oh ew the old instagram logo was like a fujifilm (laughs) camera ew now it's just the outline of the camera. It's fucking nasty. And the interface looks fucking disgusting. It's gross. It, no, it looks essentially the same, but it looks like it mixed with Facebook. Dude, the DM uh, icon was like a little tray. Like a tray that you put your homework in. It just looks yeah. stupid. I'm going to do Twitter 2005. Well, finish your... People are like... <laughs> uh, this is just, this is not even Podsicle. This is just ADHD, the podcast. Oh, God. Yeah, Twitter in 2005 looked gross. Yeah, it was bad. It's fucking disgusting. It looks like a blog. <laughs> People have blogs. <laughs> disgusting. Yeah. Um, but go ahead and okay, finish. So, um, so it originated from a Brazilian blog. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the conspiracy gained speed on Twitter and other websites in America, supporters of the ideas laid out on the original post failed to notice an important disclaimer on the blog. You want to know what that disclaimer was? This blog was created to show how conspiracy theories can look true. Do you not understand? 
You are even listening. No, sorry, I was pulling up the wait, say it again. Okay. So the audience already got it. You're way behind. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So I'm trying to get my next one prepared. There's a Brazilian blog okay. in two thousand five that said Avril Levy was replaced by a girl named Melissa. Okay. It was written entirely in Portuguese. But the idea, the main idea of the blog went to spread on Twitter in America and people perceived it as true. But then people who supported the idea failed to notice an important disclaimer that was on the uh, the uh, post. Okay. This blog was created to show how conspiracy theories can look true. So it's not true at all. So none of it's true. None of it's true. It was created to show how uh, conspiracy series can seem true. Oh, so this That's person who made it was like woke. Yeah. Way ahead of her time. Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, and but here's the thing. In a 2015 article. That was Buzz, the stupidest thing I've ever said. What did you say? Woke ahead of her time. <laughs> I hate myself. I kind of want to die now. <laughs> no, wait. Who do you think's woke ahead of her time? <laughs> the person who no. made the blog. Uh, but, um, so, uh, a BuzzFeed reporter, Ryan Broderick, uh, attributes his tweet to, uh, his tweet, I guess, from 2005, he, uh, that caused it to blow up so much in America. He said that, um, he tweeted about it because he thought it was funny and he, he worked in Brazil, so he probably could read Portuguese. Mm-hmm. So he shared it because he thought it was funny. Okay. But then people thought it was true. Oh, wow. Yeah. He said that he didn't know that would happen. That's crazy. Yeah. Um. um so it all culminates to the fact that it's just, it's nothing. Yeah. Uh, well, hold on. Um, but then according to BBC, the story that some internet junkies have latched onto is that they say Levine committed suicide in 2003 and hired an actress named Melissa Vandella to take her place. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say that some of her hint, the lyrics hint at her death. Uh, the song My Happy Ending has the uh, lyric, Don't leave me hanging in a city so dead, held up so high on such a breakable thread. Yeah. So... Okay. I don't, that's not much evidence, but yeah, it's a, it's fake. Mm-hmm. But that's the twist. It was like, because it was like, I liked it. I was going to do, I did the Paul McCartney one, because it was like, you know. Which very much could be real. Yeah, I mean, you never know. But then you got the, uh, this one, where it's, it was perceived to be real. It's just like the Paul McCartney one. But then you realize is people don't, can't read Portuguese. Right. Um, do you want to do your next one, or do you want me to go ahead and do one? Do you want... Why? Is it a big one? Well, I'm going to give you an option, just like you gave me an option. Do you want me to do a weird one that kind of doesn't make any sense, but it's still kind of, like, you know... Yeah. But uh, Or do you want to do two really quick pop culture ones that are very interesting? The two pop culture. You want to do the two pop culture? Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. So we're gonna do some pop pop culture conspiracy theories. Here's one that's just really quick. Um, so we have some Harry Potter fans, obviously, in the audience. Yeah. Uh, I'm a Harry Potter fan. Uh, this is from Business Insider. Um, 
the theory is that J.K. Rowling is actually the character Rita Skeeter from the books who was exiled from the magic world for reporting lies. And from a Wikipedia passage, it says uh, she is so angry about being exiled that she decides to write books, i.e., the Harry Potter series, revealing the entirety of the magic world to the muggle world. To her dismay, the muggle world believes her stories to be fiction, but she becomes rich and famous anyway and, you know, decides to be all chill about it. Wow. So, basically, basically what they're saying is the world of Harry Potter could exist because in the world of Harry Potter, the muggles don't know anything about it. You know? But are it, wait, is it saying that she's is Harry Potter real then? That's what they're saying. No, like like the I mean, you're saying that she's writing these books saying that the magic world is real, but is the character of Harry Potter and his journey yeah. real? Why wouldn't How how would she know all those details then? Huh? The details of Harry Potter. Oh, you might have debunked it really quick. <laughs> yeah, how would she know? It would make maybe cuz I would say maybe she'd give details. Well, Rita Skeeter's in the books. Like she's in the uh she's in the like fourth the, one. Yeah, yeah, but what what about one through three and then five through seven? It, even in the fourth book, she was there for like what a second? I like mean she, she was, was still there. Man. I don't know. She's not there all the time. Here's one of my favorite ones. That's that, a fan theory though. Yeah, that's a fan theory. Here's one of my favorite ones. What? That uh here's one of my favorite ones that I've I've heard several times and I, I agree with it. Ed and Nettie. Oh yeah. Ed and Nettie's entire cast of kids are all dead and living in a purgatory of an eternal childhood cycle. Um, this comes from IMDb. There's a complete lack of any adult agents in the purgatory. There are a number of explanations for their deaths, ranging from an explosion due to a gas leak in the neighborhood to apocalyptic ones such as nuclear explosion or the spread of a deadly disease that killed most of middle America. Another theory suggests that the kids in the cul-de-sac are dead children from the neighborhood, each from different times. Johnny and Rolf from the 40s, Kevin from the 90s, Nas, or Naz from the 60s, Jimmy from the 2000s, and so on. No. I, that's very... Wait, why is Rolf I mean, they, from the 40s? Huh? Why is Rolf... From- Rolf and Johnny, because, you know, Johnny's like... They, uh, I guess they base it on the way like they're dressed and the way they act because like John, fucking Johnny walks around with a plank of wood and acts like that's the only thing he, uh, he's happy playing with. I don't, know. I, I don't think that's dude. That's <sighs> because because uh, where do they buy the? Because they do go to get jawbreakers. Where that where who sells on the jawbreakers? It never shows any adults. But I don't. I mean, I don't know. tell me I'm wrong. I just did. No, you didn't. I, mean, I like that. That was interesting. I don't, I don't like the fact that they're off of different time periods. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make sense. Like the the whole because like, you don't see a parent or an adult. I mean, they could be living on their. It's like a children of the corn type situation. Yeah, but yeah. Like do you that. do you want, do you want to hear another one real quick from the same article? What? There's so many on this one for NNA. No, what the. Re- <laughs> It's not funny. The Rebecca Black song Friday is about the JFK assassination. <laughs> I mean, that's just true. The, not... the driver of the car, the driver of the car he was assassinated in's name was Samuel Kicken. There's a lyric in the song that says, "Kicking in the front seat, sitting in the back seat." The assassination occurred on a Friday, and when he was shot, the Secret Service yelled at Jackie Kennedy to get down. 
There's also a lyric that says, gotta get down on Friday. Yeah, they, they Parts about... Friday. Part, huh? Did it occur on a Friday? It did occur on the Friday. Oh. Parts about... The, that's what it just said. Parts about the <laughs> Cold War. Parts about the Cold War and the spread of communism are referenced. How? <laughs> There's a lyric... They put in parentheses, everybody's Russian. But I think the the actual they said Russian as in capital R U S S I A. I'm pretty sure the lyric <laughs> is actually everybody's rushing. It is rushing. And to top it all off, in the hotel that morning, JFK d- declined. He said no, no. A breakfast of sausage, eggs, and toast for a bowl of bran flakes instead. Instead, and the lyric says, "Gotta have my bowl, gotta have cereal." Oh my god! <laughs> I'm this like- is a fucking stretch. Uh, also, the following Monday, JFK was supposed to sign a bill into law requiring all- <laughs> 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 require. <laughs> also, the following Monday, JFK was. <laughs> what is it? It's not funny. It's just so stupid. <laughs> this is such a stretch. They're poking holes. Also, the following Monday, JFK was supposed to sign a bill into law requiring all public schools to provide b- <laughs> bus. <laughs> <laughs> let me read it. Let me read it. To provide bus transportation for their students. And it says, gotta catch my bus. <laughs> and it has like a GIF. And I was like, what the fuck? How does that make any. It's so. It's so good that it's almost. Sad. It almost it is, sounds true. It is true. That I don't know why I was so, laughing. So I just pulled up um the, the lyrics to Friday. So, intro. Okay. Ooh, ooh. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's probably what JFK was saying before he got yeah, shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, verse one, seven AM waking up in the morning. It occurred at seven AM. Probably, probably. Maybe. it occurred it occurred during the daytime, mornings in the daytime, seven AM in the morning. Seven AM. Well no no no. They're talking about they also reference how he got up and wanted cereal for breakfast. So maybe he woke up at seven AM. Yeah. This is from the perspective of Oh, Jay. shit. Oh, fuck. I'm, I'm in gotta this. Gotta be fresh. Gotta go downstairs. He probably he went, went downstairs because he had a penthouse hotel room. Oh, shit. <laughs> gotta oh, have fuck. my we bowl. Gotta have cereal. Bran flakes. Cereal. Uh, seeing everything, the time is going. The time is going, but JFK's time is about to end. The time is going. Taking on and on. Everybody's Russian. Taking on and on. Is it ru- Wait, is it Russian? It's Russian. Is it Russian like... I think like it Putin? means Russian, like Putin. Oh my god! Gotta get oh down to the bus stop. He was gonna sign it in the law. <laughs> Gotta catch my bus. I see my friends. JFK probably had friends. JFK was friends with his wife and, <laughs> and the driver. Kicking in the front seat, sitting in the back seat. Samuel Kicking, I think was his name. <laughs> Gotta Kickin'. make my mind up which seat can I take. He takes the wrong seat and gets his mind blown up. I, I feel really it's Friday. I feel really shitty doing it, this. It's Friday. Friday. <laughs> Gotta get down on. Friday. Yeah. <laughs> I Everybody's really b- looking forward to the weekend weekend except for JFK because he died. Do you think people are gonna hate me for doing no, the mind blown thing? No, we lo- JFK was a good man. JFK was a good man. Seven forty five we're driving on the highway. <laughs> I mean cruising so fast I want time to fly. I can safely say JFK's time was flying. 
and that happened. Flying to a, a bitter end. My friend is by my right, A. What? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm breezing through it. Partying, partying, yeah. Partying, partying, yeah. Fun, 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 fun. Uh, yesterday oh, was maybe that's a maybe that's in reference to to the fact that it was a parade that he was in. Yeah, uh, they talk about partying, and we gonna have a ball today. Tomorrow is Saturday. Maybe, they were in a, maybe there was gonna be a ball at the end of the parade. Yeah, tomorrow is Saturday, and Sunday comes afterwards. That's also true. That's yeah. just fact. Uh, when when I actually I don't want to sound like it. When did this JFK assassination occur? It wasn't actually a Friday. It was nineteen sixty-three. That's what that my belief is held on. If it actually occurred on a Friday, it was nineteen. I, I'm pretty sure it was like June something, nineteen sixty-three. Uh, November twenty. It doesn't say the day. November twenty-six. What? Uh, twenty-second, nineteen sixty-three. Oh, got that year. Yeah. yeah wait, hold on. But it's not saying the day. No, look up what day that it. Wait, I here. said day. <laughs> Sorry, I shit myself. That's what you get. We're at we're at the hour mark, so that's what you get. When, yeah. This is what happens after we record. Uh, um, so wait, what? It, hold on, November. Don't tell me the day. What was the day? I don't say it again. November 9th. You can look. November twenty second, nineteen sixty three. What day was November twenty second? And it'll pop up a calendar, dude. It is 12.30 p.m. Oh, shit. It was a Friday. Really? It was a Friday. Uh, Holy fuck. Also, dude. Yeah, but it did not occur at 7 a.m. It occurred at 12.30 p.m. No, he woke up at 7 a.m. Uh, We've already established that. He woke up at 7 a.m., had his brand flakes, or he, he woke up at 7 a.m., came downstairs from his penthouse hotel room, had brand flakes, got in his car... Or, his house, maybe I don't know. I don't know if he was in a hotel, but he he gets he gets in the car. He sees his friends, aka his wife, <laughs> and the uh, the driver, and they're going to a party that will most likely have a ball. Got that right? All right. No, um, I'm trying to look for because it's not. I wanted to say he woke up at seven a.m., but I'm not, I'm not saying that. But I do believe it's true. That song was about JFK assessment. Because it's, it's, it's so fucking it's so bad. evident. Because it's so fucking bad. Because it can't be about anything else. What? Yeah. It has to have what some hidden meaning. She was ahead of her time. Yeah. Um, or maybe, dare I say, behind her time. Yeah, that, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. But you're ready for mine? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't done. Okay. Please keep going. There. Okay. <laughs> but um. Okay, so um, I have a fan theory, and it's about uh, have you heard of Yu-Gi-Oh? <gasps> no. No. Yeah. No, of course. Pe- people who don't know, it's a sh- a show about uh these um <coughs> this guy named Yugi Moto came out in 1997. Yes. God, sorry, Chris, I'm gasping. I'm sorry, but so you um, get to leave here. This is my <laughs> this is this is my private domicile, bitch. Domicile is not the word. That's from. Isn't that the word? Isn't that what Jesse Pinkman said? Is in Breaking Bad. I don't think, I don't think he said domicile. No, I, I this is my own private domicile, 
Maybe, Rich. maybe. I don't know. I'm not a scholar. Were you screaming out the window? What am I? What? What word is it? I don't know. Just say the theory. Uh, no, right? no, I'm, but I'm tired. Look, okay, so in the in the show, in the show, Yugi. Well, there, there's the one. It's a complicated thing, but I'm just gonna tell you the story. What the basics of the anime that everyone watched as a kid. So Yugi uh, is great at games and puzzles, and he uh, built he completes the Millennium Puzzle that no one thought could be completed, and he gets a guardian angel demon thing that he turns into named uh it's it's not revealed until later but his name is a tem mm-hmm. but people call him yami yugi mm-hmm. or dark yugi and he this yami yugi is considered the king of games yeah. even though he literally wins one game technically two in the entire series right but it, in the original he's the king of games but you know but um so and they go they play dual monsters a card game so there's a bunch of theories i have two that are really interesting so the first one is yugi eventually ages into yami like he grows up because yugi's 15 yeah they say he grows up and becomes yami right because at the end of the spoilers uh at the end of the show Yugi and Atem, because the entire show, but he has to find out his past, and then he has to find out what his name is. They find out his name is Atem, and then at the end, before he goes into the afterlife, uh, him, uh, Atem, and Yugi duel. Yugi, I think it's like Yugi. Ha- I don't know. I haven't seen the end of it, but it's like Yugi has to win in order for Atem to move on. I, I don't know because a, a duel has to take place, right? And Yugi has to win or something like that. And Yugi wins. That mean, does that technically mean that Tem's no longer the king of games? But he, okay, I'm he's sorry, laid direct. Going to make- I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and, I'm gonna go ahead and stop you there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, because he loses. Here, maybe I'm wrong, but uh, before I've never seen anything, any conspiracy theories with Yu Gi Oh. But my, my general opinion of like or my general understanding of the series is that um is that uh you know yami yugi is just a older version older version of yugi so it's it's the spirit of yugi but he he can't be a little yugi he has to be older yugi and plus that debunk what debunks that is the fact that in the very first episode of Oh gx no, uh, no, 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 hold on. I'm gonna get, don't you, do not describe that. I'm gonna get into that. I'm gonna get into because there are. I'm not gonna cover this. Th- there is a theory in here that I saw that said um, Yami was Yugi. There, it was like something like Yugi is Atem's descendant. You know, yeah. that's why they look alike. Yeah, and that, um, and that there, and there's one that like Yugi's soul is one half right and a tem souls the other half and they come together and they make both of them mm-hmm. but yeah uh but anyway that they i'm going on a tangent kind of a tiny bit one so he's called the king of games mm-hmm. one he it, at the in the original Yu-Gi-Oh that I wasn't going to cover in the manga that was re- it was not about like dual monsters like the card game it was about 
he played in games with thugs and criminals like you know um black i think there's one where he does blackjack mm-hmm. or the game where you put money on your hand and you stab it yeah and if you stab your hand you lose mm-hmm. it's to show if you're greedy or not um and uh, if you cheat then you have to do a shadow game where you you know yeah. you become essentially you know brain dead right for a little bit but um anyway so you call the king games in the show that came after it that's based around dual monster he plays two games dual monsters and then there's an episode where he plays dice monsters mm-hmm. he does win at both yeah but you know but in, this is the tangent i'm going on in dual monsters he lost against pegasus but that's kind of he he it's i'm not gonna explain but he lost the pegasus but it's in a gray area yeah. where it kind of doesn't count right um he lost the, he technically lost to kaiba okay. his rival but that was because he it, he will he was going to win but uh because att- you uh kaiba was said that if you attack me and i lose i'm going to kill myself that's li- in a children's anime <laughs> He says, because uh, it's during the tournament, Kaiba, they're dueling on a tower. That's a Kaiba, sociopathic Kai, Kaiba goes on. The, it was because Kaiba was desperate because he's trying to save Mokuba. Yeah. But Kaiba got on top of, he was about, he said, if you attack me, I will jump off. But he said, if you don't attack me, I will win because he did something. But he had to have Yugi not attack. Yeah. Atem said, okay, I'm going to call your bluff. But then Yugi stopped him. So that's technically on Yugi. So that doesn't really count. Yeah. Because he was going to win that. Okay, you could say that doesn't count. Depends. What is the conspiracy theory, though? Because I'm I, maybe I'm not understanding what you're... No, no. Because I'm going to understand. Oh. Okay. So he technically didn't lose to Pegasus. You'll go through it because it's a complicated situation. He didn't technically lose to Kaiba. Hmm. He lost to a guy, I forgot, Raphael, where he he actually lost. Like, fair and square, he lost. Um, But he's still called the king of games. Right. He okay. lo- And um, he lost to Yugi. Okay. So why is he called the king of games? So I don't know. But anyway, the theory... The, cause it, <laughs> <laughs> no, because I got... Uh, that annoys me, because why is like it... People think- why is he called the King of Games if he's lost four times? People are like two legitimate. People are like I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think. You tell me. I don't think he's lost it, any. People other turn time. into Jeff Goldblum just yeah. trying to answer that question. Yeah, because I don't know. You can't. They shouldn't have given him the title of King of Games. Nah, he's a puss. Yeah, because he lost four times. Um, but um, anyway, so the theory is um. Uh, Atem grows up into Yugi, and that's mainly because, like you, what you're about to reference in Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, okay. at the beginning, the main character, the new main <laughs> I love character, how you said, please don't ruin this for me. <laughs> in the main, in the main, uh, the first episode, the main character, the new main character, Jay and Yuki, runs into a guy mm-hmm. and drops a card. And Jay says, sorry, and gives him the card. He's going to give him the card. And it doesn't show his face, but it's clearly Yugi. 
but he has a Thames voice and he looks like a Thames. Yeah. And this takes place in the future where Yugi would be an adult. Mm-hmm. And he get attempt, Yugi gives Jane the card. That's basically the only reason why they think that. It's because he looks like Yami. And he talks like Yami. Do you think that's true? Probably. It, well, it, like, what does that it, mean? It's, it's not a far-fetched one. No, because at the end of Yu-Gi-Oh! The first series, Atem moves on. Mm-hmm. Like his spirit is because he find he has to find out who he is. He was a pharaoh. He has to find out his name. Then he moves on. Are they saying now that Yugi is older, he became a Tem, or was he a Tem all along? I hate those fucking dogs. Me too. There's dogs. I I think no. I think what it is is that he's uh God. That's going to show up on the audio. Yeah. The fucking dogs. I hate... My neighbor has the most annoying dogs. The hilarious part is you're not allowed to have dogs here. You're not allowed to have dogs here. And unless they're support animals. And I'm I sorry, guys. It. They're not support animals. I can attest to that <laughs> firsthand. Um, she even admitted to it. I'm not even going to go into it. Um, but no, because I think Atem... Atem wasn't Atem when he was Yami Yugi. If that makes sense, a Tem was a spirit that had to be perceived as older. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. Yeah. So he had to be perceived as older. So he he became the older version of Yugi. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he became a Tem. You know. Yeah, yeah. I think I think because um, but he did. I mean, if that's true, because Kaiba wasn't there a had, second part of the theory that I'm missing. No, no, Ab two. Okay. No, but like Kaiba. But then, what about Kaiba? Because Kaiba had a, his, in his past, there was a guy who, who was a like, Yeah. So, yeah, like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I think The Kaiba like, situation's fucking weird, though. Yeah, no, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. I, I mean, I haven't seen the show in a long time. I mean, to, like, a, to act like Yu-Gi-Oh! It, it just, they just, to act like Yu-Gi-Oh! doesn't have plot holes. Yeah. You know, is, it, it had a lot. Like, it kind of makes sense in Yuki's instance because he has, like, a millennium item mm-hmm. from Egyptian time. They literally only did that to further progress Kaiba and Yuki's rivalry. That makes it seem like we've always been... Then that proves that Yuki's a descendant of Atem, then. And that Kaiba's a descendant of who the other one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Stupid. No, but, I, no I'm following you. No, it's just weird. Well, but but is that saying that Kaiba Kaiba was also because didn't Kaiba have a uh, no. Millennium item? He had a God card, but he never had the Millennium. So item. he didn't contain any kind of. Well, but so he but, wasn't perpetually that person. Yeah, and also the God card. I think like anybody can have a God card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, not really. Only three people could have a God card. No, no, because um, remember, because. Um, Yugi had the duel. I don't remember who it was. It was a random guy who worked with like Merrick. No, I had Slifer. No, you said no. I, I think you misunderstood what I meant. I, I, I'm not saying. No, I'm saying only three people at a time can have a guard card because well, there's only three. Only three yeah. Copies, yeah, yeah. I wasn't trying to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no, what? Huh? No, because um, Yugi. It would have made sense if Yugi and Bakura. Where that's his name. I was trying to think Bakura, of his name. Bakura's the most is the best character because he's like he's the good guy, 
And the bad guy. And then sometimes he's the good guy and the bad guy. And the bad guy. You know? I'm he's the not, but he's bad like, guy. No, but, Bakura. <laughs> no, <laughs> dude, dude. No, but, but he's like, it's because he's being controlled by the Millennium Ring. Yeah. Wait, I thought he... Who has the staff? That's Pegasus, right? The, sta- the Millennium Staff? No, Pegasus has the Millennium Eye. I forgot, I forgot his name. He looks like Bakura. The blue-haired motherfucker? No, that's Merrick. That's Merrick, yeah. Merrick, yeah. Merrick has the rod, the Millennium Rod. Mm-hmm. Bakura has a Millennium Ring. Y- Yugi has a No, no, no. You got it backwards. Bakura Bakura is... has the Millennium Ring, I was saying, because he... It's Bakura... Who was the one that he they fought on the, uh, the blimp? On the top of the blimp? Merrick. Was that Merrick? The one with the... God- what does he have? Oh no! Okay, so the blue-haired fucker is that's Bakura. That's Bakura. Yeah. So Merrick is the one with the rod, then. Yeah, with the like golden hair. Yeah. Kinda. Okay. It, it's so it's really Bakura has one ring to rule them all. Yeah, because no, because it's confusing because which that's a nice segue both... into what I'm about to talk about. Oh, the really? One ring to rule them all. Uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> no, but because it's, it's it's not Lord of the Rings, by the way. Sorry. Go right. ahead. Yeah. No, but it's really confusing. During that part, because Bakura and Merrick are the villains, mm-hmm. and they look alike. Yeah. So I was always confused, like who's Merrick? Is Merrick? Because I, I, I'm serious. As a kid, I thought Merrick was Bakura, like because there's Bakura and then evil Bakura or Yami Bakura. Guys, don't. And take then a, he turned into Merrick. Guys, don't take a shot every time Chris says Bakura, or no, Chris or me says no, Bakura, because we would somebody would die. Yeah, but no, but didn't <laughs> you think that? I seriously thought Merrick was like an advanced form of Yami Bakura, because they look a they look a lot alike. No. And then I thought Merrick, the normal Merrick. Well, that doesn't make any sense because they're two they're two completely different. People, but but Two I watched it on DVDs, and the only DVDs I had of like that tournament arc was with it was Yugi versus Bakura, mm-hmm. Joey versus I think Merrick and that other guy, mm-hmm. and then Yugi versus Merrick. Okay, yeah. So yeah, maybe. But here's my second theory. Okay, this one's kind of like yeah, obviously. There are multiple timelines in uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. Okay. Because people think like to think that, okay, Yu-Gi-Oh happened, then Yu-Gi-Oh GX happened, Yu-Gi-Oh 5Ds is way in the future, and then Zexel, you could argue, was before 5Ds, but it was definitely after GX. Then you have Arc 5, which they think takes place after all of them or something, and then Vrains is like, Way after. Is there somebody else on my house? Do you see that movie? No. What you Look at that. Oh, is that the tree? Holy fuck. Yeah, that scared the, the shit out of me, dude. Yeah, that's the tree. No, I have that too what at night fuck? with my window. My blinds are closed, guys. And the behind you scared Chris, the shit out of me. <laughs> scared the shit out of me behind me. My blinds are closed, but I saw a shadow of like what looked like a hand waving. Yeah. But keep going. I'm sorry. I was, I was yeah. listening and then I saw that. Okay, so I have this right here. So they're saying Yu-Gi-Oh! and Yu-Gi-Oh! GX or see like Yu-Gi-Oh happens and then Yu-Gi-Oh GX happens later. Then they're saying um it splits into two universes. Yu-Gi-Oh 5Ds 
takes place 20 years after GX. Yeah. And then Yu-Gi-Oh! Zexal takes place in a completely different timeline. Because 5Ds takes place in like an apocalypse. Well, yeah, because GX has to take place after Because Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu-Gi-Oh! Is yeah. But it also gets kind of complicated because um, in the Yu-Gi-Oh! Dimensions movie... Uh, it's Yugi, uh, I think his name's Yusai from 5Ds, and Jaden from GX work together to fight this, I don't remember his name. Um, 5Ds was the one after uh, GX. GX. It's the third one. The motorcycle one? Yeah, yeah. And uh, Jaden, Jaden doesn't know who Yugi is, but at the end of GX, Jaden duels Yugi and wins. Yeah. And then there's a theory about that saying that that never happened. That was a dream. And that it was like kind of like a passing of the torch. Jaden's now the king of games. Okay. Which is stupid. Yeah. It's kind of um, dumb. Kind of um, dumb. Um, but uh, so I think there are, that does make a lot of sense. Because 5Ds is like a poc- apocalyptic future. Yeah. Like literally you size like homeless. Mm-hmm. And then Zexel's kind of like the happier timeline where advancements don't fucking destroy the world. Right. So, yeah. And then that's, arc, pre- that's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, and Arc 5 probably is after Zexel. And then, I don't know. I don't know where Vrains... I think Vrains is just like... I have no idea what Vrains? You don't know what Vrains is? I don't know what Vrains that's is. That's like, it's basically virtual reality. I was virtual I was reality wondering, dueling. Yeah, I was wondering when they would bring that in. It's actually, I mean, it's, it's pretty much all pretty what it's always been anyway. Yeah, but no, they like go. It's like a um, like basically have, what it is is augmented reality. Yeah, but like the entire you go, you go into um, this thing I guess called the Vrains, mm-hmm. and you have like you turn into your avatar that doesn't look like it's like you know like how we have profiles. Yeah. In like Facebook and stuff, you turn into your avatar and you duel. Mm-hmm. Or you do this thing, I forgot what it's called, where you get on like a hoverboard and you get on oh, the stream. Yeah, I've seen that. You yeah. get on a stream and duel. I didn't think that was Yu Gi Oh! though when I saw it. That was, yeah, it was Yu Gi Oh! And then there's going to be Yu Gi Oh! Sevens, which looks normal. It's like it, we get, people don't like it because it looks weird, mm-hmm. it looks different. I think it looks pretty cool. The CGI looks fucking terrible, but yeah, yeah. but um, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Talk to me. Oh, you want me? <laughs> I don't know if you want it. <laughs> okay, you want to hear a fucking weird one? Yeah. Okay, this one comes from New York Magazine. Uh, it was published on November fifteenth, twenty thirteen. Do it. It's about some real pieces of shit in history. Yeah. You ready for it? Yeah. The Nazis. Oh. Came from Middle Earth. And possibly still live there. That's the title of the article. Okay. Uh, in 1871, under anonymous cover, the writer-politician Edward Bulwer-Lytton published the novella Vril, The Power of the Coming Race. Bulwer-Lytton is now most famous for coining the phrase, the pen is mightier than the sword. Which, yeah. that, that was crazy when I found that out. Yeah. And the opening line, it was a dark and stormy night. Isn't that crazy? Oh my god. Isn't that fucking crazy? That's how every book starts now. Literally every single book. It gets weird. <laughs> but Vril, Vril 2 has had a long afterlife. A conflitation of Vern-esque 
uh, hollow earth sci-fi proto-occult theories and Darwinism, which if anybody doesn't know what Verne-esque means, it's referring to Julius Verne. Is it Julius or Julian Verne? I have no idea. Journey to the Center of the Earth. Uh, he wrote that. Um, a, a, con- a conflatation of Verne-esque hollow earth sci-fi proto-occult theories and Darwinism. It's narrated by an American who stumbles on an underground race descended from ancient Aryans that's harnessed a source of infinite power called Vril. It, its possessors, the Vrilya, have transcended war, envy, and even democracy to establish a classless utopia. But of course, they have a dark side, lacking the imperfections of humanity, but also its empathy they may one day destroy it. The myth of Vril was quickly co-opted by the same Victorian mystics who inspired it, then passed down into the hands of nativist German cults. One of them, the Thule Society, backed Hitler and the Nazis after the war. Or, uh, they backed Hitler and the Nazis. After the war, writers both pro and anti-Hitler theorized that Führer's... I hate that word. Führer's impatience with occultists, notwithstanding something called the Vril... Society had actually engineered his rise in a 1960 book. Two French authors asserted that the Nazis had sought to build UFOs powered by Vril. From there, it was it wasn't too much of a leap for others to suggest that perhaps Hitler had actually fled to Antarctica, made contact with underground Aryans, and begun plotting a Vril. Again, a made-up. In, a vril powered re- reconquest huh the vril is from the book by the guy yes a few influential holocaust deniers which let's just say you deny the holocaust you can go fuck yourself mm. uh celebrated the coming of the fourth reich while more recent american writers have incorporated the theory also into it's reich it's reich reich it's third reich are you kidding me? I'm just, <laughs> uh, the, the, it's uh, the coming Fourth Reich. While more recent American writers have incorporated the theory into the right wing, New World Order mainstream or con- of conspiracy thought, in short, the Nazis and or aliens are already here. What the fuck? But what does Middle it Earth keeps... have to do with it? <sighs> Vril is in the middle of the Earth. But, no, it... but I thought it was about... You know... Chris, in Lord, of, Frodo, bro, in Lord of the Rings, <laughs> bro. I, I was just referring to the name Middle Earth. In Lord of the Rings, Middle Earth is the name of like a massive land, like the same way you would call. Have you ever seen Lord of the Rings? You have. Yeah. Right? yeah. And Middle Earth is like America. Or, you know. No, but I thought you said Middle Earth because like, I don't know. I just said that was a, it was a. And also you referenced the Lord of the Rings. When I was doing my Yu-Gi-Oh thing. No, I said, uh, I didn't say. You said one it, ring to rule them all. And where is that from, Don? But No, I said one ring to rule them all. I was making a joke and I was like, uh, you, you know. Do you not see how misleading like, that is? I'm sorry, but isn't that crazy? That is crazy. That's fucking insane. Let's talk about it. That's not true. <laughs> it's not. It's not. I'll like <laughs> Okay, there's more to it though. So, uh, uh, so in short, the Nazis and or aliens are already here. And in New Jersey sits the Church of Vrilology. There's a real fucking church about, of this. Church a neo-Norse cult led by a J- Joe Pesci-like figure named Robert Blumetti, teaching Vril-abetted positive thinking techniques. Alas, Vrilology is, not is quote, not for everyone, per the church's website. No it shit. is a, quote, new 
Faustian folk religion for European men and women. Basically, you know. Oh, I know. Alt-right, white supremacist pieces of shit. Hey, hey. What? What? Oh, no. Why the fuck would you say no, hey, I, hey, I, to I, that? I, I always say, I don't know, I don't know. You said pieces of shit. Um, you need to establish. You need to establish that you think Nazis are pieces of shit. No, and they, they are. They should no, all die. No, no, is realism essentially Nazism? Yes. Okay, then yeah. yeah. No, that's where I was confused because you're talking about Jesus how they lacked empathy and stuff, which is bad. Yeah. But they had like a classless society, which is also pretty bad. But I didn't know it meant that they were exactly like Nazis. I just thought Yes. We're talking about Nazis. You shouldn't say AAA about anything. No, I just don't like it when that people That just makes are mean you sound racist. No, it's really literally I don't like it when you say mean things about people. About <laughs> about racist pieces of shit. Please <laughs> No, please, I'm not defending. Please say <laughs> verbatim, I am not a Nazi. I am not a Nazi. I do not support Nazis. I do not support Nazis. Thank you. <laughs> okay, no, no, you know that. I know that, but they don't fucking know that. You're talking to hundreds of fucking people. <laughs> no, because are you are you kidding me? No, that was just that was literally Jesus just my fuck. my knee jerk response to because remember you would oh uh, my god because <laughs> you called um what was it. You called so I don't know. I'm done. I called them white supremacist pieces of shit. I was, I was okay. I get. I get. I the, was half listening when you were going on that rant. I guys, I can attest to the fact that he was not listening because he was he was dead faced. Like he was not even looking at me because I was going off. I the think impression. he heard me say shit and was like, nah. Yeah, no, because real because I was going off the. I remember that they like did that but and then i got confused don't dig the, yourself in a hole hey guys he's not a nazi he he loves everybody not, no I he's know. a fucking liberal he loves i'm not no don't say what i am i'm nothing he, he he's liberal but anyway go <laughs> ahead say your next conspiracy theory i'm just i misunderstood i understand that just goddamn listen i know i hate <laughs> i hate hitler you know that right I know that. <laughs> okay. I know that you are the least racist person and the and the least support or however you want to word that. You've got me all flustered. I, Chris, I'm Chris does not support the Third Reich, guys. No, I. I'm an old Jesus. Christ. Maybe it was my fault. No, bringing up Nazis. No, I. I'm. You know, Chris. Chris. I is, am a supporter of good. He is a supporter of good. He's voting for Bernie. <laughs> I'm not. I don't. No, I don't vote. Yeah, he doesn't vote, which that's a whole thing. Thanks, so. Um But if he did vote, he'd vote okay, for so Bernie. We're gonna, so I'm going to go a little old school here. Okay. Because yeah. uh, you know, Don. Oh, okay. I'm let, sorry, go ahead. Let it go, sweetheart, please. No, fuck you. Go ahead. So you know how conspiracy theories, they were like, you know, during our time or a little before our time, mm-hmm. during that time. Let's go back to 68. 1968? 68. What do you mean? The year 68. 68. AD, yes. Yeah. Let's go back a little to 68. Do you know who Nero 
Redivious is. No. Redivivus, I think. This is one, I think, one of the earliest conspiracy theories. It's like a legend. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a belief popular during the last part of the first century, season one of the, of the <laughs> yeah, uh, that the emp- that the Roman emperor Nero would return after his death in 68 A.D. The legend was a common belief as late as the fifth century. It's essentially saying that Nero, uh, that he died in 68. And that um, he was gonna he that he actually didn't die. Wait, what is God? That's been a that's been the fucking yeah epicenter of our episode. Yeah, so that, that there were pretenders who led rebellions. Mm-hmm. Wait, so who is he again? Reiterate. Oh, okay, so um, for the you know the people that weren't listening. Uh, the, uh, hold on. it claims that Nero did not really die, but f- Nero was a Roman emperor. Okay. It claims that Nero did not really die, but fled to... And also, by the way, I'm reading this on Wikipedia. It claims that Nero did not really die, but fled to Parthia, where he would amass a large army and would return to Rome to destroy it. Um, let's see here. There were uh, at least three Nero imposters that emerged that led rebellions. Mm-hmm. The first, who sang and played the... Cythara or liar, uh, and whose face was similar to that of the dead emperor, appeared in 69 during the reign of Vitellius. Mm. Um, and then during the re- reign of t- Titus, se- 79 to 81, mm. season one, <laughs> uh, there was another imposter. God, who, you uh, fucking get me every time when you say yeah, that. He yeah, looks at me like. Eh? <laughs> there was another imposter who ap- appeared in Asia. Okay, it, that's just like there's there's uh, but, uh there's like a bunch of like different names for land masses, but we've always had Asia. It's like it's like the, it's like <laughs> this has always been there. It's like the Celtics in the in the uh, Knicks. They've always <laughs> been a part of the uh, or the Lakers always being a part of the NBA. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, th- there was another imposter who. Uh, had the liar, which I think, a li- um, I think they're trying to say Nero every time he'd lead the rebellion would play a liar or some shit. Yeah, um, and also looked like Nero, but he too was exposed. Twenty years after Nero's death, during the reign of Domitian, there was a third pretender, supported by the Parthians, who hardly could be persuaded to give him up, and the matter almost came to a war. Really? So the death, 20 years after the death of a Roman emperor. Fuck. There was a guy who, this is like the third time this has happened, pretended to be him and people believed him so well, even though this has happened twice before, they believed that he was real so bad that they almost started a war. Wow. And I'm assuming a civil war. Because who were they arguing with other than themselves? Yeah. What the fuck? Um, and then the rest is just like, you know, yeah. Bible references or some shit. <laughs> like some Bible scholars see the description of the wounding and healing of the beast in Revelation 3, 13.3 and the mention of the eighth king, who is also one of the earlier seven kings in Revelation 17.8-11. As allusions to the Nero 
Redivious legend. So they're saying that it was referenced in the Bible. Really? Well, if or influence, but if if anything, that just proves the whole idea that like, like whether you're a Christian and believe it or not, which I mean, uh, but the fact the fact is that like history repeats itself. Yeah, and the Bible is full of like history repeating itself. Yeah, or it, it lays out, it, it almost lays out a fucking. And I'm not saying the Bible's true. I'm just saying the Bible fucking lays out a map. Yeah. Basically, of how time is just gonna f- keep going and repeating itself. Yeah, Everything right. is we're we are forever going to be making the same colossal, just imperfect imperfections and the same errors over and over. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah, I'm sorry. The, this one, this is like it's like uh, no, I like that because uh, it, to think like you know the ones that we talked about, you know that's not true. Mm-hmm. You know. Because because we perceive it how we do things, people do things now and how they function now. But back then in sixty eight, yeah, the first century in the like, I think it said something like, well, it was told and it was believed up to the fifth century. I guess we don't believe it anymore. Yeah. Uh, but like we don't know that. I mean, maybe that. So this isn't really a conspiracy theory. This is like. This probably happened, mm-hmm. but we have no way to disprove it. Yeah. Like, this, and also... I mean, it's pretty, I mean, I, I don't mean to say it like this, but I mean, it's pretty rock solid. Yeah, and also... Almost. Yeah. I mean, I don't under... It almost started a war. Yeah. That's the thing that killed... It's like, I mean, I, I'm assuming this happened, this says it happened 20 years after his death. Mm-hmm. And the, and the two other... Like, they said the first one happened in 69, that first pretender. The second one happened between 79 and 81. Yeah. And they were like, no. No way. <laughs> no way. But then this third one, what did this third one do to convince people 20 years after he died that he was Nero? Yeah. But do you also have to think that people back then were also very naive? But yeah, but they they what, had to have been. But the uh, but it said the first two played the liar, which I'm assuming Nero did too during rebellions, and also looked like him. Mm-hmm. But they didn't believe it. Triplets. Wow. Triplets. You never know. You never know. You never know. Oh, maybe it's because it says the Parthians. I don't know. I just don't know. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there yeah, it is. Yeah. You think Yugi was or Atem was there during that time? He should tell us. <laughs> is that the end or do you want me to you want me to go ahead and go into mine? Yeah. Well how many hours how, how long were you on? We I I was planning on two hours. Um we're at the hour thirty eight mark. Alright, yeah. Alright, this one's from uh the New Yorker again. The New York magazine. I'm gonna ask you a question, Chris. Yeah. Before I read anything. Sorry. Just kick your mic. I didn't mean to kick the mic. I'm going to ask you a question. Uh, I'm about to talk about one of the biggest conspiracy theories of all time. Oh, hell yeah. Do you... Well... <laughs> sorry, guys. Do you think mm-hmm. the moon landing is real? Yeah. Okay. Would it have shocked you if I said no? Not really. I, I'm not shocked with... 
either answer anymore. I think it was real. I uh, it's pretty evident, you know. But here, here's the thing. I'm about to read this and see if it changes your mind. Okay, <laughs> read it. Uh, let, let me also preface that I, uh, you know, I'm saying I believed it was real before all this. Who knows if I believe it once I read this? Yeah. You already read. No, you already read it. No, I'm not. I'm saying I'm not spoiling anything. Uh, <laughs> written on November 25th, 2013, the title of this article by Clint Rainey is "This Photo Tells You All That You Need to Know About the Moon Landing That It Was a Hoax," and it's the classic photo right Got there. That right. Let's read this. Millions of Americans believe the moon landing was staged. The U.S. government, desperate to either beat the Soviets in in the space race, which we were not capable of doing fairly. Or distract from Vietnam, put Neil Armstrong under Klieg lights on a soundstage, maybe as Stanley Kubrick d- directed. That's a big conspiracy theory that Stanley Kubrick actually directed the moon landing. Do you really need a director <laughs> to I mean, do that? Well, I mean, yeah, to stage it properly. Okay. Uh, the smoking gun skeptics say. The smoking gun skeptics say is the most famous Apollo photos which NASA controls all access to, even to this day. Here are the inconsistencies. Sometimes lunar objects over the camera's crosshairs, suggesting a cut and paste... This is worded so fucking weird. Sometimes... What is this white website? It's the it's New York Magazine. Inconsistencies. Sometimes, comma, lunar objects over the camera's crosshairs, comma... Oh, it's listing it. Oh, here. So here are the inconsistencies. Sometimes lunar objects over the camera's crosshairs suggested a cut and paste job. In images of Buzz Aldrin's descent from the module, he wears gray gloves, then white gloves. Argues photo analyst Jack White, a Zapruder film doubter too. I don't know what Zapruder film is. Maybe we need to look into that. But uh, also the high boots, then low boots, no antenna, then an antenna, a suit with a wrist stripe, then another one without. He wouldn't be changing outfits in outer space. Uh, oh, no. Let me Here's some more inconsistency. Huh? Is there photos showing? Go ahead and Google. Uh, uh, shadows and hotspots. Shadows in photos aren't dark enough or uniform, skeptics say, even though the sun is the only light source. In one, the sun is at Aldrin's back, yet on his front is a hotspot lit by something. It has to be lit by something. Seeing that, the Apollo camera engineer said, seems like he is standing on a spotlight. Oh. Yeah. Uh, no stars. Why in NASA's photos is the sky a jet black void? The theory isn't that a, do- a dunder-headed studio lighting tech forgot to hit the star switch, but that it was purposeful omission. Astronomers being pesky nerds would have cross-checked every celestial body. NASA says starlight doesn't register on camera. How fucking wild is that? Yeah. NASA says starlight doesn't register on camera, which... I think, if I'm not mistaken, we have proof now that it does. Or maybe it's yeah. just that our cameras are better. Um, I mean, maybe. But they fucking left out uh, star formations because astronomers would be able to pick which star formation it was. Yeah. Are you well, looking at the pictures? I'm trying to find some. Look up... Uh, Look up. And also, Zapru- Buzz Aldrin is the second man? Yeah. Who's Buzz Aldrin, first? Neil Armstrong. Oh, right. Sorry. 
Um, Look up Zapruder film. Z a p r u d e r. The Pruder film. Yeah. Oh, is. Um. What is it? What is what, it? What? The Pruder film is a silent eight millimeter color motion picture. Done. The Pruder film shows the assassination of JFK. It's one minute. Oh well, it's saying that like uh. It was just saying that uh, Jack White was arguing against the moon landing, but he's also a, a film doubter too. So I didn't know what the Zapruder film uh, was. Well, was the moon la- is there moon landing footage? I believe so. There should be. Who the fuck? Why were there cameras on the moon before they came? There, right. <laughs> um, I'll keep going. Too many, too good photos. Every picture says David Percy of the Royal Photographic Society. Would have taken, quote, would have taken a slick advertising agency hours. But the amateur photographer astronauts, quote, managed it repeatedly. In fact, so perfectly some argue that this must be evidence left by insiders who wanted the truth discovered. Uh, Also, another inconsistency is moon rocks. The Apollo program's 842 pounds of moon rocks have spawned almost as many theories regarding their veracity Many say a letter C scrawled on the side of one Apollo 16 rock is a prop marker, more likely an eyelash from when the print was scanned in, NASA says. False flag. Old old Glory's slow-mo ripple effect is the original proof Armstrong and Aldrin were just over-educated actors. The moon has no air. This is true. I have seen this. The moon has no air, cynics point out, hence no breeze. NASA says the moon has no friction, so things don't stop moving as fast. And the flag fluttered because the pole was twisted into place. That's, yeah, that's yeah. a far-fetched. No, I'm, I'm watching the footage now. Yeah. It's really hard to see anything. I don't see how the fuck they saw boots mm-hmm. and gloves. Unless there's different angles from, like, aliens. Yeah, let me see. Okay, so here, th- this is them putting the flag in. Mm-hmm. And they put the flag in, and it's moving a little. The flag, see it? Yeah. Yeah, but then after they start messing with it, it stops moving. And there's no way in hell anyone else. Like, how do you like do that in like nineteen something? What make it stop? Yeah, look, it stopped. It stopped moving. So you're saying it? It's real. Yeah, that's real. Yeah. Unless there's uh-huh. some some filming effect back then that they could do. Yeah. No, like I'm so what it has not moved once. Mm-hmm. Uh no blast craters. The lunar module rocket had a thrust of ten thousand pounds. It would blow a Cadillac into the next county, writes Bill Casing, the moon hoax patriarch, so it should have blasted dust everywhere, made a cons sorry, I'm r- turning all that into a run on sentence. Let me reread that. Um The lunar module rocket had a thrust of ten thousand pounds. Quote, it could blow a Cadillac into the next county, writes Casing, the moon hoax patriarch. So it should have blasted dust. Sorry. So it should have blasted dust everywhere and made a considerable dent in the moon's surface, even torched the ground. Photos of the module on the moonscape, he says, have no trace whatsoever of any disruption on the surface. Um, And the last thing being, and the moon itself is not just hollow, but probably an alien satellite. <laughs> the quote the moon is bigger than it should be apparently older than it should be and much lighter in mass than it should be 
It occupies an unlikely orbit and is so extraordinary that all existing explanations for its presence are fraught with difficulties, yeah. writes Irwin Shapiro, Harvard Smithsonian Center for Astrophysics. Shapiro never actually said this, though he is quoted saying it on countless websites. Oh, okay. Well, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Then now, why even put it in your fucking article, New yeah. Yorker? Now, <laughs> now, they don't show what's behind the flag. Because the only way the flag would be, like, doing this is, like, there's no gravity. Because it's not, it's not, the only time the flag moves is if they're moving it. It could be, like, you know, you know how a flag, there's the pole, and then it tied and then it flows to like the left or right mm. i think there's a pole on top that you don't see and that will make the fly s- still it because they're not showing what's behind it and it kind of looks like it's wrapped around something yeah but it would have to be yeah and also i don't know what they're talking about with the light source because it there's clearly only one no if you see like the the images it does look like there's a spotlight on his front but we'll try and look into it. We'll do a whole episode on this. So, eventually. I mean, the fact that there was a space race, you know, in the USSR and, you know, mm. I mean, are there people that think we've never been to the moon? No, obviously we've been to the moon now. People oh. just don't think that that one was real because we just, it, it was apparent that we just wanted to beat the russians yeah that's the part it. and also it does look kind of weird I, it looks I'm, fishy. I'm literally the, like, the void of space is what's weird all right this is the like, fact that there's no stars yeah and here's the um here's my and also no i mean yeah what do you think i'm all right, all right. this is on the recording i am 50 50 on whether it was real or not and I told you I didn't spoil anything at the beginning. It's not because... Hold on, wait. I told you I wasn't spoiling at the beginning because I was literally about to say the same fucking thing. Yeah. I'm like 50-50. Yeah, yeah because... What, what it, were you going to say? No, it's literally like... It's not because of like some... Like, you know, they're they're always lying to us, the government. and so It's literally because there's not really... The footage that we were given is uh, pretty... It's not good evidence yeah um i think like the light i the light just looks like it's going from behind them yeah it really does we'll look into it this is one that i wanted to kind of like and also the lights well they said starlight can't be yeah i wanted my last one to be like one that we're going to touch on later like a big one guys we're gonna like we're gonna talk about the biggest conspiracy theories in like true crime and you know what We've always said this is a podcast about whatever the fuck we want it to be about. So, you know, we might we might update. I was thinking about this earlier, and maybe we shouldn't have this conversation on the recording. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about maybe updating the uh, the logo, like the album cover for it, and kind of incorporating anything. Absolutely not. Yeah, I don't think I so. Show, I mean, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, yeah, it dep- I really like our logo. I do, stuff. Yeah, but we could... I mean, they always... I, I will... You will talk about it. Okay. All right. Um, is there anything you want to? We're 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 at the we're almost at the two hour mark. I don't think beans are real. You don't name one bean that you've seen. Hmm. Like out of a can. You know. I've never seen a bean without a can. Without a can. The, or a bag. Have you? Where do green beans grow? 
Have you ever seen a green bean tree? Mm-mm. Have or you ever a seen a plant? guinea pig in the wild? Where the fuck do hamsters Where the come? fuck do hamsters I'm gonna come? I'm going to look from? up wild hamsters. Uh, is there anything... <laughs> no, like, literally. Is there anything you want to say before we uh, wrap it up? No. Uh, my Our mom texted me and said she made some cookies. Yo, she said that to me too. Yeah, she said like, we made some cookies. I said we'd, we'd head um, to her place in a little bit. Uh Wild hamsters. Yo, I got to piss. Dude, I'm about to shit my I got to piss. Oh, dude, look at the wild hamster. Let me see. I want to see it. Holy oh, shit. Oh, he's going. So he's going. Dude, how oh. do they survive? Uh, oh, my God. Like they, they probably don't survive long. Yeah, that's why we have to take care of them. Is there anything you want to say? Anything uh, to wrap it up? Um, I don't believe in beans. You don't believe in beans? Yeah. You don't believe in the... Yeah, because... You uh, don't believe in the moon landing? I'm 50-50, and beans, I'm 100 because that could be like the can. That could be part of the can. We don't know what's inside a can until you open it. Let's recap this. Okay, so, right. So, you don't believe in beans. I don't believe in beans. You're 50-50 on the moon landing. Yeah. Paul McCartney might be a, uh, might not be a real, I don't really Paul McCartney. No, that was it. I don't believe that. Stephen King might... Or might not have killed no, John Lennon. I, I think I think I'll, there is a possibility that the person that they got, I forgot mm-hmm. his name, may not be the killer, but I definitely... No, Chapman was the killer. No, I... Either way, no, 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 Chapman, no, no, was, Chapman the killer. was the killer. But I'm pretty sure it wasn't his idea. No, obviously not. But um, I don't think it was Stephen King. And last, and certainly not least, Christopher... You are not a Nazi sympathizer. No, look, because me and Don have had conversations. Just say Don, no, please. I, no, I'm not. I'm trying to explain. Me and Don, I, I want this podcast to be as positive as possible. I don't like, in real life, I don't like talking bad about people unless they deserve it. You know that. Which Don. means Nazis. But I was, I was half listening to his he was, rant. He was half listening to I my didn't rant. I did understand <laughs> what they were. He was also looking at his phone. Yeah, I really, he I didn't was, know what I was referring to. I was looking at the Yugi shit. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, no, we have had that conversation. He 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 doesn't like it when I. Let's just put it out there. We had a conversation where he doesn't like it when I shit on Trump and uh, Republicans just because I don't agree. Not with Not because I support him. Is because yeah. He doesn't. I just su- don't like talking about that stuff. Yeah, he doesn't like talking about it because we should. He he's told me not to shit on people, and in a Freudian slip, it was not even that. It was a knee jerk reaction yeah, to negativity. To negativity, he jumped the gun. Yeah. Okay. But so now that we've everybody's on on the same page, yeah. which we probably should establish that at the end. Um. Uh, that's it for me, I guess. Yeah. And we'll we're gonna do this again, guys. This was fucking fun. Yeah. And then, probably not two hours. It'll probably only be an hour next yeah. time. Guess what? Yo, what's the next episode? Ah, uh, Toy Story two. Yeah. Movie boy, movie boys time franchise wars. Toy Story part two. Wait, no. The way you titled it was confusing because you said because you titled the Ice Age one franchise. It, it wasn't wars. Called, you it, called it Franchise Wars Part One, and then you called the Toy Story one Franchise Wars Two Part, part One. one. Yeah. So where's the part one to Franchise Wars 1? Where's the part two, though? That was before I knew we were going to call, call this Movie Time Boys. Just call it... No, just call... 
Please. Which, by the way, are we calling it movie boy stuff? I don't remember. It's movie boy time. No, from now on, it's just... I shouldn't have called it... Okay, I'll, I'll go back and edit it. But it, it should be called Franchise Wars 1, Franchise Wars 2. Part 1. And then 2 Part 1. Yeah. And then 2 Part 2. So we're coming back with 2 Part 2. And we're talking about Toy Story 2. No, no. Friday, do do be there or be the person who assassinated JFK. <laughs> oh no! It's <laughs> and the last thing I want to say before we wrap this up. You ready? Yeah. It's, it's Friday, 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 Friday. I that was cringy as JFK. Well. No, you didn't. Hey, no, I did. Yeah. Uh, you did. No, uh, Rebecca. But, no, she's a nice girl. Alright, bye guys, you beautiful ding-dong. See you later. (laughs) Are they both? That's pineapple. (laughs) I think. Wait, what? No, yeah, this is definitely fine. <laughs> <laughs> You're chewing so loud. So wait. Alright, that was fine. Okay. That was definitely fine. Okay. This is lime. Or lemon. Okay. This is definitely lime. Well, then the green Haribo fucking gummy bear is lime, then. There's no way that that is strawberry. Tell me I'm- <laughs> You're chewing so fucking loud! <laughs>